the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. We, uh, we love you. I hope you're having a great weekend. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff today. Uh, scripture, we're going to talk about Scripture. We're going to talk about things going on, people I've talked to, people I'm trying to help. Um, but, uh, of course, it's it's a tough world out there. It's an evil world out there. I mean, money's become our God. And uh, when you hear and you see what's going on, it's amazing what is going on. But let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you, and I humbly tell you how awesome you are in my life, how I'm struggling through so many things, but I need your strength. I need the Holy Spirit. I need your opportunities. But make me a mentor like so many people have been in my life that I may help teach and guide these people in the right direction. Let them have open hearts, open minds, learn and grow in every day and every way they have the opportunity. And that's in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Uh, do we have a special guest online? Not quite yet. All right, we're going to have a special guest online in just a minute. Hello, is that Stephen? Um, we're going to have a special guest in just a minute, and we're going to talk about all kinds of what's going on in the business. You don't, you don't understand. There is unbelievable changes in this business. The last five years has been an unbelievable change. The next five years are going to be even worse. Overhead continues to go up. Uh, people needing profit needs to go up. Taxes go up. Utilities go up. Everything goes up. Finding good people is hard to find. Quality people that want to work. And right now we're sitting on... The so many people who are millenniums and they really don't care about owning anything. Hello, Mark. And so, you know, we're seeing some changes in this world and the opportunities that have changed, you know. And so, you want Steve to call in? Steve, call in. Steve Sorensen, please. Uh, and so, uh, we, we've seen so many of these changes lately that you're not prepared, you're not mentally, physically, and spiritually ready for this battle. And so you need to be prepared. You need to understand. You need to know what's going on. The phone number here is, Steve, is 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. And so give us a call. I'd, I'd like to have Steve online because I'm going to ask him some questions, and I, w- I want to explain biblically what's right and what's wrong. I don't want to be out of line, you know, and I want to, you know, I understand that, you know, maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way. Maybe I'm not, not quite understanding it the right way. So the phone number here is 210-340-9585. Give us a call. Also, this show is going to be on uh, Saturday at 1 p.m., 1160. Give us a call. Hello, Jace. And so uh, you might try him again. I might be just waiting for our call. Uh, And so we're trying to understand exactly what we can do in improving the things you want. Number one, please, bad people get elected because good people don't go vote. You got to understand that. That's how we got the mayor we got. That's how we got the city council we got. And we've got the worst city council and mayors around. 
So, I mean, where do we miss the mark? Because we didn't get out and vote. We could have had a better mayor. We could have had better uh, city council. But uh, get out and vote. Vote the Bible. I do. Whose heart is right? Who believes? You know, and I've, I've explained this before uh, uh, lots of times. You know, what I ask these people who believe in aborting children, what if your mother would have aborted you? What would you have to say? What would you do? And so that's that's the key. You know, these people want everybody else to be aborted, but they didn't want to be aborted. What would they have to say? What would they do? So vote the Bible, please. Another thing is, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hello, Cheryl. So we want you to... Tell 20 people, you want to sell your car, call Randy Adams. I'll give you my mobile right after the second half of the show. May give it a little earlier if somebody needs it. And so right after the show, we'll, we'll uh, uh, second half. And go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Easy process of describing your car. I want to buy your car. Um, I'm buying a lot of cars off the radio listeners, helping them out. And if you've got one for sale and somebody needs to buy it, well, I talked to a lady this week. They've been some bad situations. Bad situations happen to good people, and I don't understand it, and I, I'm not in control of it. And these people are, are struggling, and, and they've got a 14 Nissan that they bought. And I understand that, you know, they thought there was a little fear in their heart they needed to get to the doctor. Husband needed to get to the doctor, and they needed good, cheap transportation, they thought. And they thought they'd buy a new car, and it would last them forever. Well, it's been a struggle. So we're trying to sell their vehicle. So if you want a 31,000-mile 14 Ultima for about twelve five, this lady has one. It's like new. They've taken care of it. But we all get into those situations. We let emotions and fear and desires, there's just so many emotions going on with us nowadays that, you know, you just don't understand what causes you to buy a car, and we're trying to get away from that. A humble person is more secure than a proud person because humility gives a more accurate perspective of oneself and the world. Hello, Bo. And so... And Sherry, uh, and so we've got we've got to understand if you're proud, you can't see nothing else, and everybody sees that you're proud. Everybody sees that you're proud. Steve, if you're out there, give us a call two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. And so, you know, if we're so proud that we can't answer any questions, so proud that we got to have our way. Humility makes us look at the world, realize we're not the only one in this world. You know, the more you give, the happier you'll be, the more you'll understand. Hello, Steve. And so you got to understand what's going on in this world to understand where you're at. And believe me, we're, I'm, I, I'm, I was very prideful. I was very selfish. I can tell you all of that. I guarantee you, I, I had that problem. I walked those shoes. Pride and greed, selfishness was my God's. Alcohol wouldn't. And, you know, God will take that away from you and ease the pain, ease the desire, ease every direction that you're going. And so we want you to be ready, willing, and able to take the pride out of your life. People who opposed Christ are also... They oppose the truth. So if you don't, hello, Ford Wagner, and so for, and Joe, and so if you oppose Christ, maybe you oppose the truth. You don't want the truth. You don't want to understand the truth. You don't want to walk with the truth. You know, because I guarantee you, I've studied this, a humble person is more secure than a proud person. And because humility gives us more accurate perspective of oneself and the world, we want to know the truth. We want to understand the truth. We want to walk in the truth. And I do want you to walk in the truth. Our business, Ford and I have been in this business forever. I, I, his dad hauled cars for me. Ford's hauled thousands of cars for me. And we've seen this business change. It's changed for him. It's changed for us. It's changed for auction. It's changed for new car dealers. And overhead continues to go up. 
And good people, it continues to be a, a struggle to find good people who want to work. Hello, Ken. And so you've got you've to be on your feet. You've got to be available. You've got to be clear-minded. You've got to understand what triggers you in buying a unit. And, you know, uh, if the sun sets you free, you're free indeed. Sin always has a way of enslaving us controlling us, dominating us, dictating our actions. You know, that's one thing that I've learned. Hello, Peggy. I've, I've learned so much in my life. And what I teach y'all, I'm going through. What I've learned about myself and making decisions and buying things and doing things, I've learned because I've been that way. I've walked that selfishness. I've walked that pride. And so, but Jesus took those desires away from me. They, they, he showed me my wrong. He showed me what I was doing wrong. And when I get in a trap, I figure out what I'm doing wrong to get me in that position. And I've got to work through it. I've got to pay for the bad decisions I make. And, and he didn't cut us loose. Hello, Tim. He doesn't cut us loose. He wants us to learn. He wants us to grow. He wants us to understand. And I want to be free indeed. I'm sorry about the lady with the Altima because she's not free. They're struggling making the payments. They don't need the car. It's only got 31,000 miles. It's a 14. It's four years old. They haven't been nowhere. But they needed it just in case they needed to go to the doctor, needed to go to the hospital. And then they had some other situations come up. You don't know what's going to come up. You do not want know what's going to happen tomorrow. I've lost about, I've lost track. Ten friends the last two, ten months. I mean, two months, people that buy, die, people that get cancer, people with bad health, uh, people that are, are struggling to get by. I mean, it happens every day. So you don't know what happened tomorrow. So we jump off and we buy these high-dollar vehicles that we can't afford. Do we have a little cushion? Do we understand what's going on? The big secret, do we understand what the loss is going to be? I want to be free indeed, or Orn. I want to be free indeed to be able to do what I, I need to do and be able to pay for my obligations, for what the contracts. We sign these big contracts, and we don't think about tomorrow. We sign these big contracts, and we think we can get out of them. Uh, Massey, hello. And so, you know, you've got to understand what you're signing. You know, knowing this evil world and our desires for its pleasure will can end us courage to control you need to end the the desire uh to own the world i mean these people that try to own the world they're not happy you know uh i was listening to a business deal the other day warren buffett they started naming all the businesses he owns and he owns a bunch of them but he did they didn't mention the car business why is he ashamed of it he don't want nobody to know or what. He owns almost 70 dealerships and wanting to buy 100 more. Big guys never get enough, never get enough money, never get enough power, never get enough going on. And then here we are, small. We're just trying to have the best life we can have. And we put ourselves in contracts that are put us in debtor's prison. But, you know, the pleasures will end and give us courage to control greedy, self-indulgent behavior and continuing God's Word. You know, he changed my desire. We got a phone call on. Uh, he changed our desire. And so uh, I don't care about... We got a phone call. Uh, I, I don't care about our, anything anymore of owning. I just want to... I want to own peace of mind. You ever had peace of mind? Do you like peace of mind? Do you want peace of mind? You know, so, hello, Carlos. You, peace of mind is being content what you've got. A lot of people are not content in what they've got, what they own. Possessions of and people can disappear in a moment, just like I was talking about. So many of my friends are unbelievable and passed away all of a sudden. What kind of, you know, I was on an airplane several years ago, and it looked like it was going to crash. Let me tell you how bad it was. The stewardess were scared. Yeah, the pilot was scared. 
and we barely made it from San Antonio to the airport. Steve's on? Okay. And so, hello, and Steve, how you doing today? Huh? Carlos. Carlos. Oh, okay. And so, it looked like we were going down. But you know what I was thinking about besides paying in the spirit? I was thinking about was everything put in order? Was everything done? Was I ever, you know, did I have everything in place? Was my will in place? Was Did I put my family in, in, in stress? Just in case I died in that airplane crash. I've been on two airplanes that looked like they were going to crash. And it makes you think outside the box. So you've got to think what's going to happen tomorrow. Carlos, how you doing today? Good morning, Mr. Randy. Yes, I hope sir. you have a nice Thank you for the radio station, for the program, and all of you. We have a question, so you're talking about the, to give right now. One of the two friends we have right now, we're here in the school, uh, and they want to try to trade in the kind the way you tell us, you know, to give us the money we, we wanted. And but really, we were thinking why, how we can donate the cars, you know. I don't know, they say something about the taxes. But we want, obviously, it's a couple of guys and girls, they want to donate the cars to, you know, to, to help the people, you know, for they can use better the money. Well, do they go to church? Yes, sir. Well, there's plenty of people at your church needing help. Honestly, that's the first place I'd look. Now, there's other places, Goodwill, all kinds of stuff. But honestly, I'd look close by. I'd look at who is at my church. You know, and there's ways of writing it off. But let me tell you something. You give it to another Christian brother at the church, uh, God will bless you is better than the, the government will. You know, and that's what I would look for. Single moms, people in need, older people. You know, these people I've got that uh, that need to get rid of that 14 Ultima because of the payments. You know, there's people out there that need cars. And, there's, and if you're looking for a car, there's people out there that need to sell a car. I had a lady call me that needed a car for her daughter, and she don't have much money to spend. So I told her, I said, ask everybody you know. And see if they've got something they're not using that they'll sell at a decent price. And she's going to give me a call on my mobile. My mobile number is 830-708-4789. She's going to call me on my mobile number when she finds something where I can tell her what to look for and what to do and what the value is. But start at church. Start at family. Start locally. Because, you know, you're, you're going to get a little write-off from the government, but right now you're only going to really write off what percentage that your tax bracket is. So if you're in the 20 or 25 percent tax bracket and you get a thousand dollar write off, you may get 250. And that's good, I agree, but sometimes you can get that by donating it to the church too. The reason we take that uh, attitude, sir, is because first we went to the place in the way you guide us and everything. And we want to ask him, you know, uh, we tell, I talked to the guy straight to sell for this girl. You can give us this money for this car. You know, we can buy the other one. She needs the money. You know, the car is clean. Well, they she needs to sell it then. Well, I mean, you give it to the government, you're not going to, you're going to get a write-off. If you donate it to somebody, you're going to get a write-off. But you don't get that till the end of the tax year. No, the point is the guy, he said, we cannot give you that money. It's better you donate the car. So well, okay, so the car's not worth a whole lot. They don't know. Well, the car, it's a 2007 Mustang, you know, playing full and everything. I said, well, can you give us this? Is it a V6, V8? V8, sir. How many miles? Uh, 80,000 miles. So it's worth somewhere around six or seven grand. Sell it on your own. You can help them sell it. And that's what we try to say. The guy said, you know something, it's better to donate it because we cannot give them money. Oh, but <laughs> there, there, there's something else to the story that this dealer don't want it. You know, I mean, uh, and there's a lot of people, and, you know, they can go to my website, learn to buy and sell cars.com, or give me a call. I'll make them an offer on the car. But, I mean, dealers right now are scared to take cars in, and a lot of them are full. A lot of them are way full, and they're scared to take any more. And so, you know, they're, they're wanting the business, but they want to sell and not take a trade. Plus, they're scared of the market. The market's in a down. We're in a down mode right now, and it'll perk back up. But we're in a down mode right now. And so cars are not bringing what they did 90 days ago. That's why I talked about old market and new market. If a dealer's owned it for 90 days, 
these on the old market, so the market's dropped 1500 2000 So if you're looking at a particular car, he's over over the market 2000 You've got these big used car dealers, big-time dealers, and they got, you know, 1,000, 1,500 cars, and so they're sitting on all these cars. And and so, you know, hello, Chuck and Ted, uh, Ted and, and Jeff and Janie and Gary, and so they're sitting on these cars, and so they're asking. They need profit in order to keep the overhead paid for. So you walk in these big independent lots, you're liable to buy a car and drive off the off the curb and be 2000 to 5000 upside down. So you need to know how long they've owned it if they haven't switched it to two or three lots and, and buy the car on today's market, the new market versus the old market. And so a lot of dealers, you need to get out and shop the shop the car. You know, I beat CarMax's price, but you can run it by there and then give me a call. I had some people the other day that I beat CarMax 1500 No problem at all. They got overhead, and they've got cost to every vehicle. My key, you can come by my lot. My lot's paid for. My car's paid for. I'm a blessed man. And I was busted in 87. Pure busted. Owed more money than you could count. But... I've worked my way back out. I'm blessed, man. The Lord's leading me and guiding me. Now it's time for me to give back and give back to the listeners. And But these overheads of these big used car lots are just as much as the new car lots. So they got pack on the car, 1000 to 2000 So if they give you, you got a five, that car you're driving is probably five to $7,000. They got to add another 1000 in order for the overhead on the car. I don't have to add that. My overhead per car is about $50. And so I can give more than most dealers, and I have been for the last 50 years. I've been in the business over 50 years. So you got to get out and find out what your car's worth. Y'all trying to trade and buy something else, but the first step should be know what I own, what is it worth, what should I do with it, where can I sell it, what can I turn it into money? Don't walk okay, into a car cool. lot. Don't walk into a car lot expecting them to jump up there, and especially when they find out, oh, you're, I'm the first place y'all went to. Oh, come on in here. I want your car, but it's not worth nothing. And that's what they'll come up with. They'll do anything to make money right now. Times are tough in the car business. Everybody thinks it's wonderful and the economy's good. It is. But cars are too high versus incomes. Plus, we've kept ourselves in the circle of debt trying to pay for the mistakes that we made before. And we just can't fight that battle, that uphill battle, until we get our heads straight. Listen to Dave Ramsey. Listen to me. Listen to the people that will get you to make better decisions. So don't walk in and expect used car dealer, new car dealers to give you all the money when they're trying to make money on the cars they don't want, and they really make a lot of money on the cars they want. Okay, it sounds very good, Mr. Can we call him that way you can say? Yeah, can give me a call, 830-708-4789. And this is the last uh, week that we're on Facebook uh, Randy Adams, we're going to learn to buy and sell cars, Facebook, next week, uh, because we're full up on Facebook this side, but uh, learn to buy and sell cars will, uh, will be wide open, and we can get whatever number of people want to watch. The other day, we had 367 people watching online. Thank you for watching online. Thank you for listening. And the people on the Internet on kslr.com. Thank you for listening. But we want to educate you. We want to open your eyes because the car business is a big secret. Big secret on how they do it. Big secret on the loss of value. Big secret on what's going on and what the future is going to be. And I'll live it, eat it, and breathe it, and see it every day. And so, but I want to give back to you so you can understand what's going on in your life, your family, and what's going on. So you got to get out and know what your vehicle's worth before you walk into a dealership. That's that's normal. I mean, these guys are going to make all they can make, and you're going to walk in there and tell them, "Oh, I've been shoving my car." Well, what'd you get? Well, what are you giving? What do you got? What do you got? What did the last dealer offer you for? Well, it's the first place I go. Well, then they're going to hit you below your knees. Even if you tell the guys, hey, well, what the other guy? Don't tell the other people what you've been offered. That don't work. No. No, don't tell them that. You're going to, you're going to, it's like playing poker. You're going to show them your hand. 
Here, this is what I got. Well, I'll give $50 more. Or, oh, I don't know. Let me go up on my price, and I'll give you 1000 more. Let me price this car. Oh, I got a different car over here. I'm going to price it up 3000 and give you 3000 more for your trade. It's a numbers game, and they can play it. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. We're going to be off Facebook for about two minutes. We'll jump back on. Please tune back up. Tell your friends, text somebody. I'm hoping I'll get a hold of Steve Sorensen. I guess our phones are not working or something's not right. And I'm going to text him to give us a call. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio. And you, too, can take advantage of our better bottom-line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Good morning, San Antonio. We got Steve Sorensen finally online. I guess we didn't pay our bill and we're getting calls coming in, but we couldn't send one out to Steve. How are you doing this morning, Steve? I'm doing great, Randy. Are you having fun so far? Oh, so far. Uh, I butcher this name up when I try to say this book, but Odata? Obeda? Book? Okay. Okay. Uh, and it says here in the f- chapter 2, 4, says, Though you soar like the eagle, and you make your nest among the stars, from there I will bring you down. Is that talking about pride and greed? Keeping up with the Joneses? Well, all of, all of that could have something to do with it, Randy. It might be talking about nations. It might be talking well, it, about... Well, and this it is, wasn't it? But, I mean, can we take that to heart ourselves? You bet. Uh, I think that uh, the fatter your head goes, the farther you're going to fall. How about that for a translation? But so much in the car business builds you up and wants you to be so to reward yourselves. You know, and one mistake, the, I was talking about some people earlier in the show that got a little fear that they needed a better transportation vehicle, and they went off and bought something, not knowing what's happening tomorrow and this, that, and the other. And they've come across some situations, and they're in a bind. And, uh, but my dad used to say, because he hung out in the beer joints, you can't soar with the eagles and get up with the chickens. And so... That's, that's exactly <laughs> smart daddy, right? Yeah, well, the problem is he lived that way. And yeah. so, yeah. and he didn't get up with the chickens, and so anyway, so, but you know, so much time that we have, that you know, um, the pride builds up in us, and and then we can't see the rest of the world. See, I've, I've mentioned it earlier today, that uh, uh, a humble person is more secure than a proud person because humility gives us a more accurate perspective of oneself and the world. Well, I I really agree with that, Randy. You've heard me say before that I think that there are about, and this is a horrible thing, but I think it's really true, that there's uh, probably 2 or 3% of the entire population uh, that are actors, and the rest of us are reactors. And until we learn how to act instead of react, uh, we're always going to be susceptible to the lies of anybody in any business that try to do it, especially in the car business. So we get our little heads fattened up by them, and they tell us how good we're going to look in that little red Corvette. And, and how we can afford it. Off we go. And, off we go. But and, we're, we're not thinkers. See, that's the problem, right? We're not thinkers for ourselves. We let 
other people do our thinking for us. Well, it says also in Matthew that uh, six twenty four that no one can serve two God two masters. Either they he will hate the one or love the other, and he will mm-hmm. be devoted to one and despise the other. So you cannot mm-hmm. serve God and money. Uh, money is taking over big time in the car business. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, overheads yeah. huge. Uh, and so they're coming up with more ideas and more ways of making money, and you know, and I mean, but they're struggling on the due to the internet. They're struggling on pricing the front side because they're all trying to outdo somebody. And I think you had a price on your truck uh, offered. Uh huh. Right in the mail. The and, buyer, they didn't care if I bought a new truck or not. Yeah, but they just want you in the door. After anything in the neighborhood, they want you in the door. Yeah, I'm almost. I'm almost going to drive down there just to see what they do. Well, if you if you consider a new Dodge, I got one for a guy for a nineteen for thirteen thousand off on a nineteen. That's how desperate they are to move units. But have well, they priced themselves too high? Of course, that's twenty seven, twenty eight thousand. You know, and maybe you could get in a new one for ten grand, like we were talking about, ten, eleven grand. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a possibility, and you got to weigh it up and see where you're at and what you want to do, and what you can afford. But you know, you don't just walk in there and say, "Here I am." You know, you got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually. How many well, people pretty- really, really pray about before they go buy a car? What, what's that percentage? Yeah. Well, Randy, getting back to that uh, that offer, they offered me $17,535. And I'm going to bet you that when we got done with it, uh, they wouldn't offer me $13,000 for it. Well, they got to make money. Oh, you know a beautiful truck. truck, like new truck. And yeah. and actually, in the time you bought it and what you've done in the malls, you've got Grace unit unit. You've had a benefit for it, and it's returning a good value. Yep. And yep. so, of course, God blessed you, you know, and the and the uh, right, right truck. He does, but but, but you're right about that uh, that ego thing that we get we get pumped up pretty fast. Uh, pretty but, remarkably fast. But have we have we lost touch with money? Has people the I'm talking about the customer, the individual. Have we lost touch that God gives us the ability, the time to work, and we have this money, and then we waste it with bad decisions? Well, sure, sure, because we think that it's a. We don't see it as something that, that deals with our future. We don't see whether it is as stewards of God's money that he gives us. We see it as, hey, we get, did you ever notice, Randy, when people make a few more dollars, they spend a few more dollars? Oh, yes. I mean, they live right on the ceiling and a little bit above. And don't the credit card people love that? Don't the car dealers love that? Don't the... I mean, they're going to pay off my old car, you know, And uh, but we're going to give you, we're paying it off. Of course, you're upside down. Now you're really upside down in a new one, but I look good in it. Oh, yeah. It says, you know, one test that I, I like uh, asking myself is, what occupies my thoughts, my time, and my effort? I don't think people think about that enough. I don't no. think what we're concentrate, what we're focused on. And that time you stated this to you, you gave me this idea. The time that we're working and we're earning money, we lose it forever, don't we? We never get it back. Can't have it. It's one time around. And then and then we give it away on a vehicle that's going to lose a lot of money or value? Immediately. There's a car talk guy on San Antonio who I've changed. He must be listening to my show. In the 10, 12 <laughs> years I've listened to his show, he's never told people how much they're losing on a vehicle. And last week he told some people, well, you buy this car for 35000 and the average car right now is 36000 And then, you know, five or six years from now, it's going to be worth five or 6000 He's never told that before. He's never helped people understand what's going on in the business. And I've been listening to him for 15 years to learn what not to do and, and to help people <laughs> the way they, they need to be helped. But their focus is on self, selfishness, and pride, the, the time and the effort that they're spending. 
Yep. Yeah. Well, there used to be an old saying, Randy, never sacrifice the future on the altar of the immediate. Oh, and yes. We don't, if, we don't think, if we don't think past tomorrow, uh, we're going to make horrible decisions for today. And then and that's got goes right back to what you were saying before that we we spend this money just because we got it, not thinking that tomorrow is really going to come. Well, I mean, the bank possesses us then, don't they? These people are that I've talked to. I've talked to a lot of people the last couple of weeks that the bank's got them tied up. The bank, they, you know, they own them, and they're trying to well, make do right. Doesn't the Bible say that the lender owns the borrower? Yeah. To be the head, not the tail, be the one that lends the money, not the one that borrows the money, because you become servant to the person that lends it to you. Every time somebody, and this is this is money, this is favors, this is dinners, just whenever somebody gets you in a position of them doing for you, ultimately you're going to end up owing them something. And you got to go work, and you lose that time you're spending working when the money comes in and it's gone. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of people are working today for things that have rusted out uh, six months ago. Uh, you know, they put it on that credit card, or they buy that car, or whatever it is, and uh, they've spent the money. They still owe the bank the money, but then the product is gone. So. It's a, it's a it's a rotten deal to get behind the eight ball. I I encourage everybody I know, Randy, get debt free. Well, and, and they can get that way. Free. I mean, yeah, I'm driving can. I'm driving a three thousand dollar Grand Marquis. It's got mm -hmm. almost seventy thousand miles, you know, and that car's got probably five to ten years life left in it. Well, did I tell you how good you look in it? Yeah, yeah. With hell damage and all. It looks like a maroon golf ball. <laughs> but, I, you know, I enjoy it. I, I got dealers that are now looking at what I drive and say, you know, you're right. We're not wasting money. We're, the cars, you know, you're out buying, doing business and all. That car is not at the lot to be sold. So if you're driving a high-dollar BMW or Mercedes or whatever you own drive, you know, it's not available to sell if it's not at the lot, and then you put too many miles. I put six, 7,000 miles a month on a car. It don't take long for it to lose a lot of money, a lot of value. If you buy a car with 45,000 miles and you put uh, 14,000, 15,000 miles before you know it, you got sixty, sixty-five thousand 65,000 miles. Well, the value of that car could drop as much as two to $3,000. I look at that. I don't want to well, give the money away. Yeah, but Randy, here's the difference. You make your product work for you. Many folks work for the product. Ooh, that's good. That's very good. It makes sense. And, yeah, and, uh, and I think you've got, you buy tools. You, you used to say all the time, a vehicle is to get you from point A to point B. That's still the truth. And uh, and there's two kinds of cars, a Ford and a Canon that's, Ford. That's right, and they can't afford your miserable. <laughs> but you, <laughs> but you're making you're making the product work for you. You buy tools. Many people buy their cars searching for happiness, searching for joy. Searching, well, that lasts about six weeks. But they're they're buying it for the wrong reason, and all of a sudden, the product that they bought becomes the object of their master. They be they the product becomes the master to you being the slave. I, I had a little young lady that uh, just went through a divorce, and she wanted a new husband, so she bought her a big jacked up four wheel drive truck, paid way too much money for it, and now she can't make the payment. She's tired of crawling up and down in it, you know. She ain't found the right guy, you know, because she's searching for somebody that wants to see the unit, not not what's in her heart and what's in her life. I told her, I said, you gonna have to work this one out, and you need to get in church, find you a good Christian man, quit chasing these people. That have got stars in their eyes and, and, you know, pride and greed and keeping up with the Joneses. But, you know, here she's desperate. Desperate people do desperate things. Well, didn't uh, didn't our pastor make the comment one time, you lay down with the dogs, you're going to get up with fleas? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. That is so true. Now, I am struggling with something else, as you know. We've talked a little bit about it. It uh -huh. says here in 1 John 2, 9, 
Uh, anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother is still in darkness. Whoever loves his brother lives in the light, and there is nothing... Uh, Whoever lives in the light and there is nothing in him to make him stumble. Do car salesmen make people stumble? We know they're saved. We know they're saved and they're going to heaven. But what? Well, there's there's several little nuances to that text. But anybody, that, that same text, if I remember right, also says that if you say that you're not in sin or you're not in sin or not committing sin that you're a liar yeah i know i struggle (laughs) a special place in the lake of fire for liars if i remember right i think i do and so in my opinion you cannot claim to be a christian and not live by the teachings of christ but what about these christian guys that are working for these dealerships that demand demand them to do things that probably they don't want to do. They, well, need, they need to find a new job, huh? Listen, if <laughs> if I went to work for some doctor somewhere and he said, you got to perform this abortion, I don't think I'm going to do it. I mean, if they, I agree. people, if they live with somebody else's moral standard, they've made a horrible mistake and they've joined the world instead of bringing the world to them. And I know that sounds hard. I, I can't afford a new job. I can't quit. I, this one pays me. It puts a roof over. Blah blah blah. But here's the point. There's coming a payday someday, and it's called the judgment seat. Now I'm not in the business of saying who's saved and isn't, but God is. Yeah. And if we read the Word of God, we need to pay particular attention to what it says. You know, Jesus when the rich young ruler came to him. And he says, I want to follow you. He says, well, go, go, go give away all your money. And, and it says that he went away sad. Well, I have no idea whether he ever went and gave away his money and came back. But I do know this, that Jesus didn't follow him away. He didn't harass him. He says, look, this is what I'm telling you to do. Either do it or don't do it. Yeah. Well, we live the same thing when the Spirit of God is within us. It seems to me that we should be listening to that spirit and we should live according. Is everybody going to fall down at Yeah. The issue is, are you doing it intentionally? There's your issue. Well, you I know, feel like we should have an altar call right now. Yeah. Well, and, and when I got, uh, when I forgave my dad, my dad forgave me. Uh, and the next day my life changed. I wanted to do right, and I understood right from wrong more before. I didn't care about doing right. It was all selfishness in my life, and I wanted to do it my way and not God's way. But when that forgiveness left my heart, and the Lord knew that I'd be saved in the next six, seven years, He changed my perspective on myself and the world. Well, you had a block. Oh, I had a big you had, you had blinders on, and when you do it God's way, the blinders come off. See, living for Christ is really not as difficult as people make it. No, it's not. You're and, right. uh, you know, there's going to be some that are listening to this radio show that are saying, you know, uh, we were saved by grace so we can do whatever we want to. God's got to forgive us. Well, be careful with that. Uh, that first John in my estimation, was written to Christians. He starts it out by saying, my dear children. These are people that he talked to. He says, if you do your brother wrong. He doesn't say if you do the world wrong. He says, if you do your brother wrong. In other words, somebody you claim to love. If you don't love your brother, then that's not a physical brother. That's everybody. Faith with you. That's everybody. You know, and, and I never did feel sorry for people before I got saved, and now I feel sorry for people. <laughs> well, that's compassion coming out of you. That was something you weren't used to. I, you couldn't make me cry before I got saved, and now I cry for people and, and the hurts and what they're going through, and and uh, I've got feelings that I never had before. Well, that's the Spirit. That's the Spirit of God. So I mean, makes it so remarkable. That's how. That's what being a new creature is all about. It's not reinventing the old creature. 
it's Christ comes in and, and makes these adjustments, you know. It's not, it's not a, a recreation of what was there. It's a new creature, and that's why you're feeling different. Now, you either go with the new or you slide back to the old. Well, and I've, <laughs> I've been working on another scripture. Uh, First John sixteen, uh, uh, chapter two, sixteen, for everything in the world, the craving of sinful man, the lust of the eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does, does not come from the Father, but come from the world. I'm still struggling with that. I'm better. I've improved a thousand percent, but still struggle with that. I boasted about something to a heathen. And the pride and the boastfulness came out. And I said, now I see what's going on, Lord. I mean, you think that you're cleaned up, but you sometimes let your old mouth overload yourself. Well, you know? it's uphill all the way to heaven. And But I'm getting better at the at the craving of, of sinful man because the stuff I used to crave for, I can walk away from. I'm doing better there. And the lust of the eyes, nothing excites me. Other than people improving, getting better, receiving Jesus Christ, helping them any way that I can, that I didn't have that desire years ago. Well, God, God's a good God. Nobody, nobody, when they uh, first get saved, are Billy Graham. No. Uh, you know, we grow into that. Uh, Paul calls us babes in Christ. You know, there's nothing more beautiful than a baby being born. But, you know, and the same thing is true in the spiritual world. But that source of wonderment changes to a source of concern if that baby doesn't grow, if the baby stays the same as they were before. So that's the same thing in Christianity. You're just growing up, Randy. You're just growing up. And I like it. Oh, I love it. And I, I, and 17 says, The world and its desires pass away, but the man yep. who does the will of God lives forever. Of course, I've talked many times knowing 18 near-death experience people realizing what I'm saying and what I hear from other people and the relationship and what we're talking. That spirit in me is what's going to live forever, not this body. But the Spirit that in me, and God has revealed that to me. I'm so blessed because I know 16 that went to heaven, two went to hell, and man, it changed their lives tremendously. But, it, you know, people don't realize that things pass away. The desires have passed away. You know, I, a lot of people don't know this, but I used to play in the no-limit hole-in poker games in Las Vegas was over there two or three times a month. I haven't been there in 30 years, had no desire to go. God took that desire away, and I played with world championship, no-limit, big-time poker players and thought about becoming a professional poker player. But thank you, Lord, you didn't let me do that. God, God is good. He knows what he wants you to do. When that experience, Randy, has taught you things that you're going to use in the uh, Christian world. The ministry. God doesn't let you go through things that you're not going to uh, somehow benefit by uh, for his glory ultimately. I love what T.D. Jake said to news media, asked him, said, well, your son is not in the church and he's not doing right. And T.D. Jake said, you know what, he's out there in the Lord's hands on him and he's working on his ministry. Yeah, working on his testimony. Yeah, well, I tell you what, I had a lot of, I had a lot of, of experience and testimonies, a lot of pride, greed, selfishness, and the Joneses tried to keep up with me, because I tell you, I ran 900 miles an hour and didn't care about a soul in the world but Randy Adams. And yeah, yeah. God is good, isn't he? Well, God think, is good. I agree, and I, and I know that it's just working in so many people. If they'll, if he'll, if they'll just let him in his, their hearts, and experience, you know. And I've got an ex-brother-in-law that kind of mentioned a while ago. You know, he would always say, "I want what you got, and our father-in-law's got," and but he didn't want Jesus Christ. He wanted the peace. He wanted peace of mind. He wanted to, to be the best he could be. But he didn't want to do the little bitty things, as you just stated a few minutes ago, the little bitty things, how easy it can be, how much joy and 
just rewarding helping others, living others the right way. Yeah, I, I remember reading a story about a lady uh, very similar to what you're talking about right there. It's uh, a lady that was, she, well, matter of fact, she had met a guy that had told her this as they were kind of interviewing each other for this marriage. And the guy looked at her straight in the eye and he says, I really appreciate you and I really love you and I'd like to get to know you. He says, but I'm looking for a wife that will have Christian values. But I don't want her to be a Bible-thumping Christian. <laughs> well, well, there you have it. And that's that's exactly what you were just saying, that he, that he was looking for a woman that acted right without the foundation of Christ. And probably he, he didn't want to know when he was wrong. <laughs> also, <laughs> hey, don't tell me when I'm wrong. Don't say nothing. You know, he wanted to be Jesus. He didn't want to serve Jesus. That's it. Well, Steve, thank you for uh, calling in. I appreciate it. I'm sorry the phones are broke. We're going to pay the bill and get us back online, guarantee. <laughs> but God bless you. Steve's been a mentor of mine over 20 years, and I'm telling you, he he's still my mentor. He still helps me. And he ch even checked on me yesterday. And at the right time, it's amazing when you get the right call. Yeah, but God well. bless you. Thank you. So, You're easy to love, Randy. You're well, easy to love. Thank you for calling in. God bless you and uh, all you listeners. My phone number is 830-708-4789. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. You need to know what your vehicle's worth. Those people that called in earlier, they walk into the first dealer. They don't know what it's worth. Man, it's going to be a battle. You got, you paid for that. You own it. Get the most money out of it you can. And, you know, go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process. If you have any questions, give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. Thank you, KSLR 630. Thank you, Michael Shemaya, uh, Baron, just everybody here. Hey, I'm going to be on Facebook Live at uh, Randy Adams at 9 o'clock tonight. Tune in, all you Facebook people, and tell everybody else we're on, we're on another radio station, 9 to 10 on Saturday nights, whenever football don't knock me out. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.